Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlund here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of the day's message is Loving God and Loving Life. This is a message that has been really speaking to me lately. I've mentioned it a few times in various formats and there's a, there is a difference between loving God and loving life. There's a power verse in 1 Peter 3.10, and he's quoting from Psalm 34. He says, He who would love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. He would love life and see good days. Wow, that sounds good. I want to love life. I want to see good days. And it's interesting here. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it, but it's interesting that what he connects to that desire or that outcome is to refrain his tongue from speaking evil or his lips from speaking deceit. James 3.2 basically says if we can bridle our tongue, we can bridle our whole body. That's what it says, actually. And it says, really, that if we can control our words, we can control our life. And this is a verse in 1 Peter 3.10 where he would love life and see good days. He connects it to speaking. And there's so much more to it, though. There's certain verses that are like, wow, they're, they're invitations for somebody to go to the headwaters of and find out what in the world does that mean? Some of the others that fascinate me I'm thinking about right now is Romans 6.11 where it says, consider yourself dead to sin and alive to God. That's That's a verse. Wow. I'm to consider myself dead to sin. That's how I'm to think I'm dead to sin and I'm to think I'm alive to God. Think on these things. My, oh, my. I've shared 2 Corinthians 10, 5 that I've been fascinated in and take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. Every thought is taken captive to what Christ won through his obedience on the cross. Again, it really limits my thinking about bad identity beliefs, bad outcome beliefs, Uh, bad, that I'm not blessed, I'm not worthy. I I can't think those thoughts. That's such a a great verse. Another one that uh, Psalm 37 verse 4, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. And there's this little kid in a candy shop delighting in the Lord. And, And so these are verses that have something so profound in them. They're they're verses of freedom. They're verses of, if we're actually going to believe that, there's going to have to be a lot of other things that are going to happen within our lives. But getting back, he would love life. Again, a difference between loving God and loving life. Many love God, but don't love life. When we choose to love life, and when we say, I love life. Why don't you just say it right now? I love life. Say it again with me. I love life. Say it again. I love life. 
When we choose to love life or we choose to have a lifestyle of loving life, we have to let go of a lot of things. <laughs> we have to let go of a lot of things. I say to laugh, you have to let go of something because you can't hold on to frustration, pessimism, victim mindsets, unworthiness, and laugh at the same time. It's the same way with loving life. I got to let go of guilt, let go of, of just being guilty for actually loving life. And there, there's, there's things that are kind of connected to that that are pretty deep. And you got to let go of the performance mindset. I have to let go of, of trying to earn people's love. I have to let go of self-consciousness to love life. My, oh my. By the way, somebody listening is just, yeah, I mentioned headwaters before. You're going to go to the headwaters of what it means to love life. You know, my book, Victorious Mindsets, the revised version is coming out, and that's a great devotional book. We've added some content to the original version. And in the book, I put some common lies to overcome about loving life. Here's a, here's a few lies. We can just kind of chuckle at these. God does not want me to love and enjoy life. <laughs> I should not expect life to get easier. <laughs> That's funny. That's kind of painfully funny because, yeah, there's a part of me that doesn't expect that. Doesn't want to expect. The quality of my life is not affected by the words I speak. <laughs> Jesus did not come to give us an abundant life here on earth. <laughs> The Christian life is meant to be boring and unattractive to others. <laughs> That's also funny. I've got some declarations I'll share at the end. And let me just kind of refer to a few things that are in the devotional. It says, A thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life more abundantly. John 10.10 10. So the question is, do we love life? As we connect this to Jesus Coming with the abundant life. I've said I've come to give you life and life more abundantly. Jesus came to give you who are listening right now life and life more abundantly. And the Greek word for abundant in John 10.10 10 is perissos, which means superabundant in, in quantity or superior in quality. It means excessive advantage exceedingly, very highly, and beyond measure. If we combine these words with life, we realize we have been promised something wonderful for living now. One of the main ways to grow in loving life is to focus on working with God instead of working for God. Let me say that again. One of the main ways to grow in loving life is to focus on working with God instead of working for God. We are called friends, not servants. Those with a working for God mindset can find it difficult to live life to its fullest because their belief that God is evaluating them rather than on their side creates a fear of inadequacy and punishment. A working with God mindset can be easier 
when we're doing well than when we're struggling. And that's true because we wrongly believe we must get our act together before reconnecting with God. I love Hebrews 4, 15, and 16. It says this, For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses. Then it says, goes on to say, Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace and find grace to help in our time of need. Wow, wow, wow. So this loving life. Here's three practical steps to increase the loving life in our life. Number one is to develop your wonder. Jesus told us be converted and become like little children in Matthew 18.3. Children walk in wonder and amazement at things adults tend to take for granted. Let me say that again. Children walk in wonder and amazement at the things adults tend to take for granted. As we cultivate a wonder mindset of excitement about God's creation and the greatness of our salvation, we will increase the ability to truly love life. Number two is we celebrate progress and not perfection. This is a way to increase our loving life. I've said it before in this podcast, I'll say it again. Those are the perfectionistic and or religious performance-based mindset cannot love life because they did not think they deserve to be happy. This inability to be joyful or to celebrate themselves limits the flow of God's strength into their lives. And then number three, to increase our loving life is eliminate word curses. Those who would love life and see good days are people who have developed self-control in what they say. Proverbs 18.21 says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue. If we regularly speak defeat, lack, and victimhood conclusions, we will experience those things. Again, James 3, 2 says, bridling our words, we can bridle our bodies and thus our lives. So what are some declarations we can make? First, I am increasingly living the abundant life Jesus has given me. Now, these declarations are in the blog. If you're listening to this podcast and you don't receive our newsletter blog each week that corresponds with the podcast, you can sign up for that on Igniting Hope. Say it again. I am increasingly living the abundant life Jesus has given me. Secondly, I love and enjoy my life. That's short enough. We can say that together. I love and enjoy my life. Again, I love and enjoy my life. Thirdly, third declaration, I consistently activate my childlikeness as a part of my journey toward loving life. Declaration four, I come boldly to the throne of grace to find empowerment for victorious living. I want to say that again. I come boldly to the throne of grace to find empowerment for victorious living. And declaration number five, you can say this after me. I work with God, not for God. I work with God, not for God. Say it with me. I work with God, not for God. 
Wow, he would love life and see good days. That's you. This is a season of loving life. There's grace on you to love life. Even, even in difficult times in life, there's a grace to love life, to live the abundant, super abundant, superior, overflowing, abundant life that Jesus said that we had. Wow, thanks so much. I'm recording this in the beginning of August 2020, and we are going to have our transformational mind renewal course starting next month in September. And if you love these podcasts and you want to go deeper and you want to have systematic teaching on renewing of the mind, and we're going to do a five-month course that takes the five steps of radical mind renewal that we teach. And the Bible says we're transformed by the renewing of our mind. And there, as we renew our mind with truth, as we break off lies, we're going to see transformation. It's impossible not to. So if you want more or you just want to be more connected to the Igniting Hope family, that's a that's a course to take. Or if you're interested in potentially becoming a belief trainer, that's the course that needs to be taken at Igniting Hope Belief Trainer. It's not a guarantee you take the course, you'll be a trainer, but it is a prerequisite for that. If you need, if you have questions on it, email us at info at ignitinghope.com. Wow, so powerful. So glad to be with you. Steve Backlin here from Igniting Hope Ministries, and we're here to ignite your hope. And I want to remind you, there's no hopeless circumstances. There's just people who do not have hope. And once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. Hope is an unstoppable force. And who has the most hope has the most influence. And I want to remind you, too, the joy of the Lord is your strength. You don't need strength at the end of the battle. You need strength in the middle of the battle. Pretty much for everybody listening today, today's just not a good day to walk in radical joy. <laughs> joy in a more convenient season, I will call for you. You know, the reason we say that today's not a good day, we're either battling personal weakness, we're battling financial issues, we're hearing bad news through the media, there's relational issues, there's maybe health issues, there's tiredness. Again, joy, I'll call for you later. No, we need strength right now. I need strength. In, I got a lot of things going. There's visionaries who are, are, there's things, there's pressure on you because of the great vision you have for your life and the, the load that you're carrying and the, the, the dreams that are in your heart. And we need strength right now. And I just say, it's, we're stirring it up. We're rejoying rejoicing, rejoicing in the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Hey, if you like these podcasts, tell somebody else about them. God bless you. I look forward to being with you again with another podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.